Welcome pod. Welcome back into the Chris Mathis podcast. I'm your host, Chris Mathis, with my brother, co-host Spencer Mathis, for yet again another podcast as uh, we hit the month of September, which means the NFL is back. College football returned last week as well, and we have our first NFL football game here on Thursday. By the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be game day for a couple of teams in the Buffalo Bills and the reigning Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, but uh, also September marks one month until it's been a year since we started the podcast. Uh, we're just about 50, 51 episodes, I believe, somewhere in there, give or take one or two, but time flies by when you're having fun. I can't believe it's already been a year since we started this thing, but again, uh, this is going to be a short and sweet podcast. We're going to talk about our predictions uh, for the upcoming week of NFL football games. Of course, starting off with uh, Thursday night's game between the visiting Buffalo Bills and the home team, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Spence, the Bills a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road there in Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't like them putting the Bills as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Obviously, they are the the favorite to win the Super Bowl going into this season, according to a lot of different places, including Vegas Sportsbook. But whenever you're looking at the Los Angeles Rams, a team that just came off of a Super Bowl win, I think that they're going to be a more established team than the Buffalo Bills are. I think the Rams kept together a lot of key pieces. The only guy that they lost was Von Miller, and he went to the Buffalo Bills, so that'll be a good thing to keep an eye out on. But I think the Rams are going to prevail in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a great a great opening game, way better than last year's, which was the Buccaneers-Cowboys. So this year's opening game on Thursday night, tonight, is awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Again, uh, 52 points over under total scored. I'm going to go with the under on that. What do you think about that, Spence? I'm going to have to go over 52 and a half. Over 52. All right. Well, there we go. That's the first game. Buffalo Bills take on the Los Angeles Rams in week one of the season. I'm, who'd you say was going to win? I had the Rams. I'm going to go with the Bills. I think Josh Allen is my MVP this year. And uh, right now, heading into this season, I've got the Buffalo Bills and the Super Bowl as uh, they try to pick up a Super Bowl championship this year, the Lombardi Trophy with a great quarterback, Josh Allen. You talk about the addition of Von Miller to the squad there in Buffalo. It'll be a lot of fun. Again, we're talking about the upcoming NFL football games this week. Week one of the 2022 season, which would not be possible without information on demand. Again, the Chris Mathis podcast brought to you by Information On Demand, pre-employment background screening services. And there you go. Here's the number on the bottom of the screen. Offering fast, accurate, and affordable background screening services, information on demand, whether you need criminal background checks, drug screenings, e-verify, academic accreditations, or other screening services, they've got you covered. You can rest easy knowing a highly trained search team will get you the information you need in just eight hours or less. That's right, eight hours or less. Information on demand. They're fast, they're accurate, and affordable. Pre-employment background screening services. Give them a call today. 855-914-4636, or you can visit their website, informationondemand.net. Go check out the description down below for more information regarding our sponsor, Information On Demand. Also, moving on here to Sunday's football games, uh, we'll start things off with the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Detroit. One o'clock kickoff, uh, no official favorite in that game as of right now, the recording of this podcast, over-under set at 48.5 points. What do you think about this game, Spence, for the Eagles as they take a road trip to Detroit? Second-year head coach there with the Detroit Lions. They're on hard knocks this year. Let's see what they do at home. Will they be biting some kneecaps in week one? Yeah, I think the stadium's going to be jam-packed. I saw reports that it's already sold out. 
But I think a lot of these fans are going to be Eagles fans because they are one of the best uh, traveling fan groups in all of sports. So I think the Eagles are going to have the Lions Stadium rocking. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the under in this. I don't really know if the Lions are going to be good. And going up against a playoff team in week one from last year, I do not think the Lions are going to prevail. I've got the Eagles, but I'm going to go with the under here. Yeah, go with the under again. 48 and a half points over under set for this upcoming game on Sunday as the Eagles travel to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. And and I'm going to go with, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they have a pretty solid season this year. And truly, it sounds pretty um, cliche, but it will rely and it'll all come down to what Jalen Hurts does this season. We saw some flashes of potential in him last year, but he had the slowest release time in the NFL in terms of getting it off. It was over three seconds between the time that he got rid of the ball and the ball was snapped. So Jalen Hurts has to pick some things up there. They also added, what, A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans, too. That should help out with Devontae Smith. Uh, the running back situation is a little interesting. Miles Sanders, the tailback there uh, in Philadelphia. We'll see what they do. Indianapolis Colts travel to Houston. Colts are a seven-point favorite over-under set at 46.5 points. Spence, what do you got in this game? Matt Ryan's first game as the starting quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. On the Houston side of things, they've moved on from Deshaun Watson. He is no longer in Houston. Yeah, new head coach for the for the Texans as well, and their quarterback's still going to be Davis Mills. But they've got Lovey Smith leading the pack, and we've seen how that experiment went in Tampa Bay whenever Lovey Smith was still relevant, and that was almost 10 years ago. So I do not have the Texans beating the Colts in this game. Matt Ryan is going to have a great game in this one. I don't think Matt Ryan's going to have an amazing season. I think a lot of people are expecting Matt Ryan to come out there for the Colts and play like 2016 Matt Ryan. But over the last four or five years, we have not seen that Matt Ryan anywhere near. And he had those same targets 2017, 2018, 2019 that he did back in 2016. So I've got the Colts in this one. I've got the under as well. Uh, I don't think the Texans are going to score very many points with Davis Mills at quarterback. They don't have a great running back room. Their receiving core is picking up a little bit, but I don't think they're experienced enough. A new head coach. And Frank Wright has been the the head coach for the Colts for some time now, and he's got an upgraded quarterback going into, I think, year five for Wright. I like uh, Matt Ryan this season. I think he has a good job. They have a good offensive line. They have a great rushing attack. They also have Michael Pittman Jr. at wide receiver, a solid tight end, too, there in Indianapolis. I think the Colts are going to be a pretty legitimate team in the AFC. Not a Super Bowl contender, but they'll be solid. And, uh, yeah, I've got a blowout victory for the Colts on the road in Houston. I'm going to go under 46.5 points, though. Cleveland Browns, they'll travel to Carolina Carolina and Charlotte as they'll take on the Carolina Panthers. It's a so-called revenge game for quarterback Baker Mayfield as he takes on his former team and the Cleveland Browns at home, new team. Uh, you know, I don't know if uh, maybe Baker Mayfield will try too hard in this game and play bad. I'm not sure. I don't have an over-under in terms of points or a stat line right now heading into this game. But it'll be interesting to see Baker Mayfield take on his former team and whether you disagree with me or not, I do think there's going to be some bad blood for Baker Mayfield in this one. And uh, if he has an opportunity to, to go up four or five scores, he's going to do that and throw up some big numbers there at home for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, Carolina has Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey's healthy again uh, for the first time since last year, week one, where they started off 5-0 and with McCaffrey. Then he got hurt and the season was over. So I've got, I've got the Panthers in this game. This is going to be a great week one matchup. The Browns are a very good defense. They've got Miles Garrett. They've got Jadavian Clowney, Denzel Ward. Uh, their offense is going to struggle with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. I do not think they're going to put up very many points. So 
I'm going to say that the Browns lose to the Panthers in week one. Baker Mayfield's going to score that first touchdown, and he's going to walk up to the uh, the the Browns sidelines and give him a big FU right in front of him like he did back with the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, I saw earlier, or I was talking with uh, Sal Palantonio of ESPN on the Pat and Aaron show earlier today, and he talked about the fact that there are 10 home underdogs in week one of this NFL season, something that hasn't happened since, I believe, the 80s, 1980s. Uh, 10 home underdogs in week one of this NFL football season. It'll be interesting, but again, I think Carolina dominates. Christian McCaffrey always has a big first game to start off the year, and you think, hey, my fantasy team's going to be good, and then week six or seven, he gets hurt. But either way, he's going to have a big performance today or in this week one matchup against the Cleveland Browns at home. The San Francisco 49ers will travel to Chicago, Soldier Field, and uh, over-under set at 40.5 points in this one. The 49ers a seven-point favorite on the road in Chicago. I expect them to cover, even with Trey Lance, a first-year starter heading into this football season with Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench. What do you think about this upcoming game, 49ers and Bears? Yeah, I've got the 49ers in this game. Look, I really want to see Justin Fields do good in year two for Chicago, but that offensive line is absolutely neglected. They've got a new head coach. I think they'll be a little bit better than last year. But right now, at the start of the season, they're looking like a bottom-five team in the NFL. And I, the 49ers have been great for the last 12 years. They've been a playoff team nearly every year besides one or two years sprinkled in there. Garoppolo got them to the Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick got them to the Super Bowl. They've been one play away both times with the uh, interception thrown towards Crabtree in the NFC Championship and then with the interception uh, thrown, actually the overthrow by Jimmy Garoppolo looking for Emmanuel Sanders that would have put them ahead by 11 with seven minutes left against the Chiefs. So they've really just been one throw away and they're hoping Trey Lance is the guy in week one, it's not really going to matter if Trey Lance is the guy because he will go out there. He could do barely – he could do absolutely nothing, and they will defeat the Chicago Bears in week one. Chicago, not ready. Maybe maybe by week eight we'll be saying something else. We'll be singing a different tune with their new head coach, but they're not looking good, but lucky for them they got rid of Matt Nagy. Yeah, he just needs to protect uh, protect that football in week one of the season in order to uh, make those 49er fans happy. Again, we're running through our upcoming uh, weekend of – NFL football right here on TCM Pod. We're going to be really quick with a lightning round of these games. The Jacksonville Jaguars will travel to Washington, D.C. to take on the Commanders. The Jaguars are actually uh, an underdog in this one. The Commanders a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Over-under set at 44 points. Spence, take it away. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, year two, takes on first-year starter in Washington. And Carson Wentz. Yeah, Jaguars, Commanders, over-under 44-and-a-half points. I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan. He's got he's finally got a head coach. Uh, I think that the over-under for that's a little bit too low. I think both offenses are going to put up around 26, 28 points each. So I'm going to go with the over in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with the commanders in week one. Really? Yeah, new head coach uh, for, for the uh, Jaguars and new quarterback for the commanders, Carson Wentz, an upgrade over Taylor Heineke or However, whatever you want to say, I think Wentz is an upgrade over any quarterback that McLaurin has played with in his career so far for the for the for, for the uh, Redskins, Washington football team, Commanders. He's been there the whole time. But yeah, I've got I've got the Washington Commanders in this game, and I'm going to take the over. I think this is going to be a really good game, and I really want to see Trevor Lawrence pick it up in year two. Year one is basically a mulligan with his head coach situation being Urban Meyer for half the season, and then getting fired. So. I've got the commanders, but I'm looking for the Jaguars to do really good this season under uh, Trevor Lawrence's reign. 
Let's take a look at uh, the AFC East between two rival teams in the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. The Dolphins will host the Patriots. Dolphins a three and a half point favor. They add a guy in Tyreek Hill, a speedster at wide receiver to really help uh, open up that passing attack for the Dolphins. Tua showed off his arm a little bit here in training camp early on in preseason as well. The New England Patriots have lost two of their last nine road games in Miami, so much so that Bill Belichick was worried and he changed their game plan in terms of travel this week for this upcoming road game in Miami. They used to get there the day before kickoff. This week, they're having five days spent in Miami ahead of this matchup against the Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under set at 46-and-a-half points in week one between the Patriots and the Dolphins. Yeah, an ASC East matchup that always gives the Patriots troubles, as you said. The Dolphins have really had the Patriots numbers over the last couple of years, especially when whenever the Dolphins are the away team. This time, they're going to be the home team, so it does fare better for the Patriots. But I think the Dolphins are a better team than New England this year. And I think that New England's going to be third in their in their own division, and the Dolphins are going to be number two with Tua Tagovailoa, or however you want to say his last name. I'll just go with Tua at quarterback, and then Tyreek Hill at receiver. A nice running back group with Raheem Mostert that they signed. I really like the Dolphins this year. I think their defense is going to shine as well uh, with a really good safety in Javon Holland, really good cornerback in Xavier uh, Howard, some decent pass rush with Emmanuel Ogba. They've got a really good defense, and I think all Tua has to do is do what he's been doing in his career so far. He's a very accurate quarterback. He's just got to have a a little bit better defense and a better run game to go along with him. He's not going to be stretching the ball down the field, even though he got Tyreek Hill. I still don't see that happening. But he's got a lot of good weapons this year, and I've got the Dolphins in week one over the Patriots. I'll take the Dolphins as well. I think they cover that three-and-a-half-point spread as well. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they'll travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, a team that made an appearance in the Super Bowl last year with Joe Burrow at the helm. Uh, the Bengals, a six-and-a-half home favorite against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, the Steelers lost Ben Roethlisberger. They just announced that Mitch Trubisky would be the starting quarterback in week one, and uh, he's also a captain. Kenny Pickett, the second guy on the depth chart. This is one of those rival games I could really see a toss-up. I know that the Bengals are a much better team, and I think the Bengals have – Several more wins than the Pittsburgh Steelers will have this year, but this is a rival matchup. It's a game that could go either way. You still have Mike Tomlin on the other sideline as well. Uh, I don't know, Spence. What do you got in this game? Steelers, Bengals. Yeah, AFC North matchups matchups are always super fun to watch. You've got the Steelers, you've got the Bengals. The Steelers rocking with Mitch Trubisky, and that what you just said is Trubisky is the one of the captains. That doesn't fare well for Kenny Pickett down the stretch because usually they don't take the captain from a player. So if Trubisky is eventually a backup to Kenny Pickett. That would be a bit odd with Trubisky being a captain. But in week one, I've got the Bengals. They're the home team. I would maybe give the Steelers a shot if they were home. It does play a huge factor in a week one game, a week 18 game, any game that matters. And with both fan bases going into the season, expecting a lot from both franchises, the Bengals are a better team all across the board. I mean, I I really do love the Steelers wide receiver core, but the Bengals alone is better than that. So I've got the Bengals in this game. I think Burrow's going to have another big year. Uh, I don't think they're going to be a Super Bowl team. The AFC is way too difficult this year, but they're going to, they may be a conference winner or, or at least a wild card for the AFC because I like, I like the uh, Baltimore Ravens as well out of the AFC North and the Browns. I mean, when Watson comes back uh, from his massage parlor after week 11, week 10 is when he is, is whenever he gets released to come back from the massage parlor week 11, he'll play. So yeah, I've, I've got the, I've got, wait, what am I saying? You, yeah, you got it. You're talking about the Bengals and how they were going to run away with things. 
Yeah, what was I saying about Deshaun Watson? Oh, AFC no. North. It all connects. Okay. Yeah, but I, I've got the Bengals in this game by a landslide. Uh, but whenever Deshaun Watson comes back from that parlor, you better look out for the AFC North because he may go undefeated. I think his – like Ben Roethlisberger last season after his extended time away, his arm was well-rested and they made the dang playoffs. So get ready. There's two games that I could see potential upsets in week one, and that Bengals-Steelers – or yeah, Bengals-Steelers game is one of those two teams or one of those two games that I could see being an upset in sure. Cincinnati. Uh, and I do have – I got the, the coin flip there. I don't know. I, I can't pick one. I do know that at the end of the year, the Bengals are a much better team. The Baltimore Ravens continuing here with Sunday's slated games will take on the New York Jets. It's at Jets. Belt, uh, Baltimore starts off a seven-point favorite. The spread is set at 44.5 points in this one. Yeah, Ravens, Jets, Ravens all day. I don't know. I don't think Zach Wilson's playing in this game either. So nope, it's Joe Flacco the first four weeks. I do like Joe Flacco, but I've got the Raven. Oh, I've got the Jets in this game. Joe Flacco revenge match versus the Baltimore Ravens. Flacco with the greatest playoff run in 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 history in the history of the league in 2012. I think he's gonna go back and he's gonna absolutely pound Baltimore this week. Baltimore will eventually settle in, I believe. I think they're going to be a playoff team. But I think Joe Flacco is going to best Lamar Jackson in week one, and the Jets are going to start off 1-0 and a little bit of hope in New York for the first time. Also on Sunday, the New Orleans Saints will travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons, a five-and-a-half point home underdog, over-under set at 42-and-a-half points. Spence, this is that other game I talk about where I could see it going either way just with the fact it's week one, you're underestimating your opponent and I think the Saints could do that here week one in Atlanta. Yeah, I've got the Saints in this game. I, this is always a great game. This is the best NFC South matchup that you'll see every year. The Buccaneers-Saints isn't ever close. The Bucs always somehow lose in the regular season, but they win when it counts. But looking at this Saints-Falcons game in Atlanta, you say, right? In Atlanta. I've still got New Orleans in this game. I think the over-under should be a little bit more swayed in New Orleans' favor. It should be above five and a half. I mean, not over-under, but whoever's going to win. I think that they – definitely have the advantage at least over five and a half points than the Atlanta Falcons. So I've got New Orleans, and I think Jameis Winston's going to have a really good season. I think he's going to end the season with around 30-something touchdowns. I think he'll be just under 20 interceptions because that one 30-year uh, interception season, 30-interception season was an absolute anomaly, and we haven't really seen that again. I mean, we didn't see it before. I don't think we'll see that again out of Jameis Winston. Same thing happened with Brett Favre when he threw 30 interceptions. I mean, he never did it again, and – he was more of a gunslinger than Jameis, but I've got I've got the Saints in this game by a lot. The Kansas City Chiefs, Tyreekless, they'll travel to Arizona, Glendale, Arizona, to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, total points scored over under set at 54.5 points in this one, and I think that'll happen. I, I think that they definitely go over that 54.5. I'm not surprised if it's closer to 60 in this game, Spence, and Arizona. Yeah, I agree. I think both teams are going to put up around 30 points in this game. Chiefs, Cardinals, I mean, the Cardinals always come out of the gates flying. Over, over the years, over the last 10 years, they've started off at least 5-0 and a handful of times. So they're a team that starts out hot, finishes bad, never goes all the way. But Cardinals, Chiefs, I, I, think, I've got the, I think I've got the Cardinals in week one. I think uh, Kyler Murray's new weapon, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, is going to be a stud for them. I kind of like their offense. I like James Conner in the red zone. He does not get yards out of the red zone, but whenever he enters that red zone, he's getting into the damn end zone. So I've got the Chiefs losing to the Cardinals in week one, and the over-under, I'm going to go over in this game as well just because I like both offenses, but I like the Cardinals in the early weeks of the season every time. 
I'm with you on that as well. Cardinals also the home team. They added Marquise Brown. Uh, they will be without a wide receiver and DeAndre Hopkins the first couple of weeks of the year. Moving on six, now to New York. What's is that? Six games to Sean Watson. Six games, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, six games. The New York Giants will travel to Nashville this Sunday. 425 kickoff. Tennessee Titans, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under set at 43-and-a-half points, Spence. Yeah, I've got the Titans in this game. Tannehill, a, a bit more of an experienced quarterback. They've got Derrick Henry back to start the year. He will be running to the ground after this season, but I think he's got one more really good year left in him. So I've got the Tennessee Titans in this game. I know people want to see Malik Willis. He's not ready yet. Tannehill, a proven winner, a lot like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I've got the Titans running away with this game in week one over the Giants. And I think next season we'll see a new New quarterback there in New York over Daniel Jones. He'll be gone. Yeah, I would agree with everything you just said there. It'll be fun to see Derrick Henry. He's healthy. Let's see what he does on Sunday evening. Also Sunday evening, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, they'll travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Ooh, the Kirk Cousins train is still alive there in Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings, an underdog, another home underdog by two points. Packers two-point two favorite, uh, the over-under set at 46.5 points, Spence. What do you got this game between uh, two very, very well-known NFC North teams that have uh, gone at it a couple of times over the last few years and really made it interesting at certain points when they matched up, especially in Green Bay? Yeah, the AFC North is a lot like the NFC North, and the NFC North has the Vikings and Green Bay Packers facing off week one. I've got the Vikings in this game. I, I, do, I do think Kirk Cousins is a decent quarterback. And Adam Thielen will be healthy this season. He had some issues last year. And they're going to – I think the Vikings are going to win this game. The The Packers' receiving core this year is in shambles. They've lost a lot of guys. They lost uh, Devontae Adams. They lost MVS. Luckily for them, Robert Tunyon's coming back. They're tied in. That started off really good one or two years ago. I can't remember if it was last year or the year prior. But I've got the Vikings in week one. I, I can see why they're the underdog just because the, uh, the Packers are a proven winner over the Vikings. But the Vikings have a new offensive-minded head coach. They've got the same defensive unit they've been rocking for some time now. And I think the Vikings are going to come to play at home and win this game. The Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders added Devontae Adams this offseason. And they'll travel to take on another AFC powerhouse and the Chargers in Los Angeles. Uh, two AFC teams, one from the West, one from the East. The Raiders, of course, a three-and-a-half-point underdog simply because they are the road team and the Chargers are arguably a better team. But it should be a good game. Over-under set at 52-and-a-half points in this game. What do you got, Spence? Chargers, Raiders, Chargers, the home team on Sunday evening. A lot of beautiful matchups in Week 1. Chargers-Raiders is going to be a heck of a game. The one thing with the, with the, with the Raiders is they have a great pass rush, but their secondary is absolutely rubbish. They've got Trevon Morig back there. He should do something. But their cornerback room is one of the worst in the league ever since they lost uh, Damon Arnett. I forgot what happened to him. He either got arrested or killed. I cannot remember. But it was not for a good reason. So I've got the Raiders losing this game. The Chargers, Justin Herbert, the quiet stud, is going to lead the Chargers in the darkness over the Raiders. Uh, and I've got I've got the Chargers by nearly two touchdowns in this game. I think Derek Carr to Devontae Adams is going to be super fun. But that offense is going to have to score countless amounts of points to get past what that defense is going to let up, especially against a good opponent like like the Chargers. Yeah, I think it's a two-possession game. Uh, for sure, the Chargers went at home. Justin Herbert is going to continue to take that stride up in the right direction. And uh, I like what they'll do there. Uh, Austin Eckler, really good running back as well out there in uh, Chargers territory. Also, Sunday night football, week one. 
The Dallas Cowboys will host our Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I say our as in I'm a fan of the Bucs. I work not necessarily for the Bucs, but I work with the Bucs. And Spence, you've got the Bucs sign up with the word Mathis on it. And you've got a Bucs helmet behind you right there on the screen. Bucks a two and a half point favorite on the road in Arlington. 820 kickoff. What do you got? Over under set at 50 and a half points. Yeah, no bias here. I've got the Buccaneers. I think the the Cowboys should have kept Amari Cooper. Huge mistake. C.D. Lamb, good receiver, good number two, not a number one guy. And that's going to show. Uh, I think Schultz, their tight end, is going to pick it up this year. I'm not a huge fan of Ezekiel Elliott, but he'll he'll pick up yards for you. But I've got the Buccaneers going in to the Cowboys stadium and taking out Dallas in week one by a touchdown. I think it's going to be a really good game like it was last season in week one. For some reason, we have the same matchup. But I've got the Buccaneers prevailing against the Cowboys in week one. Yeah, last year was a situation in which the uh, both quarterbacks totaled seven passing touchdowns. They threw for over 50 pass attempts each, 108 passes thrown between Dak and Tom Brady. That will not happen this week. I think both teams will try to establish that rushing attack. And uh, we'll see the Buccaneers prevail. Give me a 10-point victory for the Bucs on the road. Spence will wrap up week one, our week one predictions right here on TCM Pod with the Denver Broncos traveling to Seattle to take on a... Uh, a very questionable team, the Seattle Seahawks. They lost Russell Wilson. Bobby Wagner is now gone. They also lost a, a running back as well to an injury. He's out. I, I, I'm forgetting his name right now. Forever. He's out. What was that? He's out forever. He's, yeah, he's, he's out forever with, a, I believe, a neck injury. Yep. Seattle has a lot of question marks coming into this Monday night football game. 8-15 kickoff. Uh, I've got Denver winning by 14-plus points, and not just because Denver is going to be a pretty good team and a difficult division, but simply because Seattle, they have so many question marks, and how far can DK Metcalf really take this Seattle offense this year? I don't think he could take them more than five wins. Look, Seattle's got a good receiving core, but the rest of that team is absolutely rubbish. I'm not a huge Jamal Adams hater anymore. I think he's a decent uh, sub-linebacker if they want to play him there, but if he's back in coverage, he's getting toasted. But... The Seattle Seahawks, like the Chicago Bears, the first team we let off with, are one of the worst teams in the league. And going against their former quarterback, against a team that's much better than them in the Denver Broncos, I think Russell Wilson is going to absolutely dice them up in week one. And I think this is going to be the biggest blowout of week one on Sunday night, on Monday night football. I'm not sure why this is the Monday night matchup. Maybe they thought Seattle would have had a different quarterback whenever they were making the schedule. But they're rocking with Geno Smith, and I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. Yeah, it'll be fun to see Russell Wilson play in Seattle at CenturyLink Field against his former head coach, Pete Carroll. I think there's going to be some love shown uh, from the fans. Seattle fans definitely owe Russell Wilson a lot. Anyways, that's it for week one predictions right here on TCM Pod. Spence has to run. He has to go call Young Harris College Volleyball. That's why we're in a rush. Otherwise, we'd have really jumped right into this. We went two or three minutes over. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Chris Mathis Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. We'll also give you guys a season total win prediction for each and every team across the league.